You are now inside the play call with Orange Arrow. Orange Arrow Players Association exists to coach male and female student athletes to aim for success off the field, off the court, out of the pool, wherever the playing arena may be. So stay connected. Our website, orangearrow.org. All social media platforms, Orange Arrow PA. I'm your host, founder of Orange Arrow, Sean Robinson. I take, you take, we take, aim. Take an aim at success together. Enjoy the episode. Why couldn't the bicycle stand by itself? Because it was too tired. <laughs> Get it? Bicycle, too tired, tires. Come on, got another one for you. What do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? An irrelevant. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, dad jokes. So this semester, I started to end every single team call with a joke or a, whether it's a dad joke or a knock-knock joke. Most of the time, I get maybe one laugh. On a good day, I get three. Uh, but it's pretty funny. They, they also, they do laugh at me. I don't know if they're really laughing with me, but they have a good time. And I believe it's something they look forward to as a team. At least I look forward to it. So I'm here to talk about July 9th through July 12th. All summer 19. Orange Earl Summer Academy, July 9th through July 12th is taking place at the University of Pittsburgh campus. Really excited about this event. Uh, we started in 2016. That was the first summer academy, once again, held on Pitt's campus. It's been held on Pitt's campus uh, since we started in 2016. And so I'm looking forward to flying back in July from Florida back to Pittsburgh. I don't have to worry about the weather because it's July, so it's sunny everywhere. But one of the moments that stand out for me in 2016, while there were many, I would have to say the scavenger hunt. We had a scavenger hunt within the Cathedral of Learning one of our guys, Ron Adoka, helped put it together. There were a number of the members of the Pitt football team that came over to volunteer. And so we had the young student athletes partner with some of the collegiate student athletes and we took them on a scavenger hunt. So the Cathedral of Learning is a landmark in Pittsburgh, and especially on the University of Pittsburgh campus, the main campus. 42 floors, beautiful, iconic building. So the scavenger hunt of 2016, that was really cool. Came back in 2017. Number of things again stand out. I would say uh, David Andes. David Andes, if you are a University of Pittsburgh alum or you live in Pittsburgh, visit Pittsburgh, David Andes ice cream, second to none. So I remember having, again, a number of the college student athletes come out and we had an impromptu rap bottle. Uh, so I, I got on the beat and our guy, Mr. Dantes Ford, started to freestyle. It was really, really nice. It's kind of questionable if it's freestyle, so uh, I'm going to need Dantes to jump on the podcast one day, and he needs to verify whether that was written or freestyle. But David Annie's was a good time. Also, Shark Tank. With one of our pillars being entrepreneurship, we gave them different items that they had to come up with a business plan. It was really cool. And so they had to present it to a number of professors, and a number of University of Pittsburgh employees for Shark Tank. But 2017, I think the, um, the standout moment is the visit to the Roberto uh, Clemente Museum. 
we know about Mr. Clemente. He was an iconic uh, Major League Baseball player, uh, Puerto Rican. He played for the Pirates 18 years. He was actually inducted into the Hall of Fame, I believe it was 19, 1973. He became the first Latin American Caribbean player to be enshrined. Clemente, he spent a lot of his time during the offseason involved in charity work. Actually, when the, uh, the capital city of uh, Nicaragua was affected by the massive earthquakes, uh, I believe it was in, it was in December of 72, uh, which was actually the year he passed, uh, actually a few days before he passed. Clemente, he would uh, he would send emergency relief uh, flights full of um, information to help with those who were being affected by that these aid packages, and so he sent three of them, and for some reason they've been diverted by corrupt officials of the uh, Somaza government, never reaching the victims of the quake. So what he decided to do. He decided to take the fourth relief flight, hoping that his presence would ensure that the aid flight would, uh, would actually get there where it was intended to go. Now, this plane that he was on had a history of mechanical problems. It's crazy. And with the insufficient number of flight personnel, and it was overloaded by like 4,000 pounds, it ended up crashing into the Atlantic Ocean. It was actually New Year's Eve, December the 3rd due to engine failure. A few days after the crash, the body of the pilot was found. Uh, there was also an empty flight case, apparently belonging to Clemente, which was the only personal, personal item recovered uh, from the plane. Clemente's teammate um, with the Pirates, he was a, a pitcher. He decided not to go to the memorial service. Instead, he chose to dive into the waters where Clemente's plane had crashed in an effort to find his teammate. The bodies of Clemente and three others um, who were on the four-engine plane was never recovered. It's crazy. It's crazy. I just recently found out I did not know that his body was never recovered. R.I.P. To all four. Going back to the Summer Academy. While it's important for we have engaging activity for the for the students, for them to be excited, have a good time, but it's also a learning experience. And so we end all of our summer academy with a a survey slash quiz and a somewhat of a presentation to the parents at the end of the summer academy. Some of the questions include, are you a leader? If so, explained. What were some of your favorite breakout sessions? Who was your least favorite part of the academy? Because it's also important for us to improve. Listen to the children. They'll let you know where you're slacking and how they rate their experience. So in in thinking of that, uh, you know, one of the things that that has been really consistent as far as the students loving the most, well, at least one of the top things is meeting children from other places. And so, why it's important for us to build cross cultural relationships, and the way we do that is through exposure trips. And summer academy is one of those exposure trips. So while we 
train our student, college student athletes to go out to their local elementary and middle schools where they are you know, familiar with, they're in a comfort, comfort zone, but then we bring them together through exposure trips, whether it's the dining etiquette or it's the ballet or the theater, but definitely the summer academy. So it's really cool to hear the feedback, how the students are making friends from those who are coming from other parts of the city. All different backgrounds. It's really, really, really cool. Uh, some of our goals also include the participants to advance their knowledge and leadership, decorum, peer coaching, entrepreneurship, financial management, gaining more confidence and advancing their leadership potential. And the one cool thing is that this older student athletes, they come back and become mentors to the younger student athletes. We've been getting private messaging, uh, tweets, Facebook messaging from older student athletes that are aged out because our program is for 10 and 13 year olds. But some of those who are now 16 or 14 to 15, they keep calling back, hey, can I volunteer? Can I be involved? So it's really cool that they already started to think about how can they stay engaged and give back to the younger youth who are coming through. So with 2018, that was, I like to say by far, our best summer academy uh, to date. I feel like we're getting um, better with time. And there were a number of things that stood out from the OA Olympics. We had a bowling competition. Again, the college student athletes came out, a lot of members of the football team. We were competing, it was a really good time. I remember we ended up competing for, for push-ups. And so the losing team had to do push-ups. And one of the things we ended with was the podcast. So introduction to the podcast, the podcast world. What is a podcast? The different steps in order to create a podcast, different roles from script writing to producing. And you know, we view the podcast as a new textbook. And so similar to there was a time when it wasn't a lot of people on Facebook. They had good numbers, but it was still on the up and coming. Now, everyone has a Facebook account. Uh, I feel like more people are trying to leave now because everyone is on Facebook. I believe podcast is headed, heading in a similar direction. So it was important for us to start to give them some introduction to this new vehicle. And it was really cool. So I'm looking forward to uh, letting you hear some of the uh, podcast uh, episodes that they recorded. It's pretty funny. Uh, from last year's Summer Academy as we're prepping for this year's Summer Academy. Again, July 9th through July 12th for young student athletes between the ages of 10 to 13 in the Pittsburgh area. So if you know anyone, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, we keep the costs low. Uh, based upon the year that we have the camp, that's how much it is to attend the camp. So this camp, four days, is $19 because the year is 2019. So we rely on uh, corporate sponsorships, grants, and donors. So if you want to support a child to go through the Summer Academy, go to our website, orangearrow.org, and make a $19 donation in support of the Summer Academy. Check out the students. Take care. I'll meet you back on the other side. I am your host, Major, and today our guests are Tyvon, Galen, Russell, and I'm going to be asking them questions. What do you think about Croatia making it to the World Cup? I think it's crazy because 
they like won like no one expected them to get in the World Cup and now they're in the World Cup. What do you think about LeBron going to the Lakers? LeBron's the GOAT, so wherever he goes, you know he's winning anyway. He used to be Shaq and Kobe, now as long as LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Major, I have a question for you. Who do you think is the best basketball player ever? Hmm. I'm have to say, um, Michael Jordan. All of you, how do you feel about Orange Arrow this week? Um, Pretty good. Yeah, we get to go fun places. And have fun. Yeah, um, like... We get to eat. <laughs> I had cheeseburgers, pizza. <laughs> I had fruit. I had a banana. I had some salad. What do you feel about the college food? It's good. We know that. <laughs> good. What you think? It's pretty tasty. What was the best event in Orange Arrow today? I mean, this week. Um, I would say this. going to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, and Dave and Buster's. Everything. Yeah, because we got to get free drinks. I feel like it was everything. <laughs> and today should be better, fast, and curious. But they don't got no ice down there, so please check your <laughs> <laughs> ice machine. warm. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Um, that 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 will wrap it up for today. Yeah, that will wrap it up for today. Um, from Orange Arrow. Enjoy. Noses. Hey, like what you hear? Please help support Orange Arrow by giving any monetary gift. A gift of just ten dollars will sponsor a life skills playbook for a young student athlete. Thirty-five dollars will sponsor nutrition for an in-class session for fifteen student athletes. $50 will allow a young student athlete to attend a fine dining experience, and $100 allows a young student athlete to attend an arts and culture event. Please visit our website at orangearrow.org to donate. Again, that's orangearrow.org, and the donate button is in the right header. Thank you.